We're back. 2022. What's good, guys? Welcome back to Soul Sunday. I hope everyone had a nice Christmas. Lovely New Year's. I'm coming at you in February. I need to take a break, recoup all of that. Um, do you know what? I want to say thank you to everyone that supported me for Series 1. I had a lot of feedback, a lot more than I thought I was going to, most definitely. Um, everyone showed a lot of love, the shares, the likes, the follows. I watched the streams go up. It was lit. It was lit. I feel like we're back. We're back with a bang. I'm ready. I'm gassed. I'm gassed. This is Soul Sunday. The podcast entertains, inspires, educates, and feeds your soul. I'm your host, Jade Aisha. What's good, cuz? Hey. We're back for another episode. <laughs> hey. I had to bring up, had to bring up for the first one, you know. Listen, your one popped off, you know. Everyone <laughs> thought we were back. Oh. <laughs> Every time you messaged me and told me, I just had to laugh. Because I was just like... People are just listening to us waffling, like, <laughs> I just thought it so it's so funny. It's too funny. <laughs> Listen, why did we start a YouTube channel when we were younger? Because we used to do this for free. Literally. We used to do this for free. Hello? <laughs> we could have been on the millions right now. Listen. Wasted talent. We would have been out here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the amount of people, and you know what's funny as well, like, it weren't even a funny episode, like, I didn't even think no. about the entertainment aspect of it in any way, I just thought, like, it's educational, it's ent- like, it's an insight into something different, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, your journey, so I was just like, yeah, let's have the chat, but, no, everyone loved it, man. <laughs> That's very funny, but yeah, that's good. Funny. Day. That's so good. funny. If anyone hasn't listened, I don't know where you've been. Sure. Go check out episode nine, um, where me and Kyra talk about her journey buying a house. But how you been? How's yeah. the new year started for you? I mean, it's it's been all right. You know, I feel I feel like well, I'm lying. Um, in January, I don't know. It was definitely like a what do people call it? Blue blue? No, not blue Monday. I don't know, January don't know. was just a depressing ass month. Like I was just irritated for the whole of January. I was in a bad mood for the whole of January. Every day I woke up, I was in a bad mood. I ain't even joking. I ain't even joking. <laughs> so I'm glad January's over with. I feel like I've stepped into February. I'm feeling a little bit more myself. I don't feel as irritated. Like so yeah, January that was a write off, but we're back. February. Oh my god. I think we vibe. stepped into a new moon yesterday. Oh, do you know what? I heard something about the moon. Something um about it. I don't know. I, I might not be remembering. But something about the moon and something about January was putting people in a bad mood. So I'm just putting it down to that. I mean, it, that's my birthday month. I turned 25. I, I feel like when I turned 25, yeah, that was my main character season. Mm. Like, I stepped into it. Like, I feel like everyone that's told me when they turn 25, they're like, life just changes like overnight that's mm. it change i felt that yeah so i feel like my january was good everyone was cussing january they're like listen i start my year again in february That's true and i'm like no my year really started in january mm. i kept myself to myself i think at the beginning of the year just kind of like chilling i was hitting the gym yeah 
and that was it really so, mm. but then my, the final week of january i was outside you were outside but we didn't see no snacks though so where was you at <laughs> i would that's how outside i was like i didn't get no snaps i got no outfit pics nothing like that's how outside I was. There was just like the little tutu food here, mm. kiki and laughing there yeah. on the snap and the ground. Mm. But that was it. Like, yeah, mm. there was nothing really. See, I used to be that, that person. Yeah, I used to be that person where I didn't take pictures. But now, the last year that's happened, I got bare pictures and videos on my phone because I like to look back at the memories and see what I've done. And I feel like a lot of my life, I lost out on that because I never took pictures or anything. So now oh I'm more God. more of a picture person. I love taking, I love visuals now. Like a visual yeah, yeah. memory is like amazing. No, I'm the same, you know. Do you know what? I saw a TikTok the other day. It was like, what are we going to do when we're like 45? Are we just going to keep buying iPhone storage? Like <laughs> be able to scroll back to our trip to Ibiza in like 2018. Hell yeah. That's just so true. What are we going to keep doing? Because like back in the day, like, I don't know about you yet, but my mum printed out every photo. Mm. Every photo we've got physically snappy in snap. an album or something somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was snappy <laughs> snaps. <laughs> One snappy snaps, yeah. And what are we going to do now? Like, just keep buying stuff. Like, We're I had to buy yeah. an extended hard drive mm-hmm. for my laptop. So, like, imagine having that on your phone. Because yeah. I don't know about anyone else, but I just, like, copy and paste the mm. phone. Yeah. You know, you get a new one. Yeah. Like, just, the, the phone just, just, it's just the same. And it just syncs up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I might have to start leaving the, like, the pictures on one phone. And when I get a new one, just start, start a new one. I, I used to do that, you know. Or I would just, like, put it all on the new phone. And then I'd just delete the ones that I didn't want on the new phone. Um, but I do buy iCloud storage though, because it's just not enough what's on the phone. Yeah, so do I. Um, but I don't know how we're gonna keep. Do you know what? I actually really <laughs> like like physical pictures. Like I do print out physical pictures because it's cheap. Like it's hella cheap. Yeah. Like boots. Yeah, it is. In Tesco. Just connect. Yeah, a hundred for like three pounds. Exactly. Um, so I really like doing that. Like. I think when I was younger, I didn't see why people done it or like why people like photo frames and stuff. But now I'm like obsessed with photos and like printing stuff and like, you know, like film cameras and things like that. Like, I just think they're so sick. I definitely value a good photo. I don't mm. think I'll them enough. Yeah, you should. They're hella cheap. You can just do it on Boots Online. I went in Tesco the other day. They had a machine there to do it. Like, it's so cheap. Oh my god, that's cute. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I love be, it. You're gonna be that older cousin that like brings out the photo albums for my kids. Yeah, out here shaming me to my kids. Honestly, and my I love. Do you know what I actually love? Scrapbooks. Yeah, I don't have the mental capacity to actually do a scrapbook, but I really like the idea of scrapbooking. And um, because I've seen people on TikTok do it, and it just looks so sick. And I tried to do one for my boyfriend for his birthday last year, and I literally couldn't finish it. I didn't have the, <laughs> I, didn't, I just didn't have the mental brain power to actually finish it. So it's just like under my bed, half finished. Um, but yeah, I feel like scrapbooking is just so sick. Like all the pictures and that. I just, I just, I wish I could finish it, but I just can't. Oh my God. Mm. I don't think I've ever dated someone that would appreciate a scrapbook. 
I mean, I don't know if he would appreciate the scrapbook either. And he doesn't actually know it exists. He might know it exists if he listens to this, but he doesn't know it exists. So I'm just going to keep it like that. Okay, he, probably, he probably would like it, to be fair. Yeah, I want to know. Any guys that listen to this, let me know. Scrapbooks? Is that, just a th- is that just a thing that we force upon you? Because I see bad yeah. girls make scrapbooks. Like, yeah. do, you, do you actually think, wow, that's cute. So this situation, yeah, mm. we were talking about with the footballer, the Man, U footballer, um, Man United footballer. Mm-hmm. Mason Greenwood. Greenwood. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is I- that? Honestly, I think I woke up in the morning and I was scrolling on Instagram and it was it was early morning and I saw it come up and I was scrolling on the thing and honestly, when it, the first picture I think I saw or the video was of her mouth and her lip busted, bleeding yeah. and I was shocked from then and then it got onto that voice note and I was like, oh my god, it was so, it was horrible to listen to, absolutely horrible, disgusting. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was. It's just, it's so hard to even speak about. But it it was so scary as well. The fact that she it knew it scary. was going to happen to actually record it happening. It wasn't a one time thing, clearly, because you wouldn't know to record that. Obviously, I so did think happened. that. I did. Th- I did think the same thing. Yeah, is mm. what made her draw to record it. Um, yeah, and it did. It it actually took me a while to think about the fact that, it, yeah, it must have been a common thing. Yeah, which I think. Even, yeah, and do you know what the worst thing is? Is obviously if if it happened as a one time thing, I feel like I don't know. Just as human instinct, she would have been a bit more shocked about it or whatever. Yeah, but her voice was just like, "We're not doing this again." Do you yeah. get what I mean? It was very yeah. like, I don't want to do this. We're not doing this mm-hmm. again. Why do we keep having yeah. to do this sort of thing? Yeah, Which is exactly. Sad. It's so sad. Exactly. I, don't, I don't actually know how old he is. How old is he? Do you know? He's. I think he's like 20, I think. Very oh young. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, he's been with God. Man U, I think, since he was like nine or six or nine, I think, one of those. He's been with the club his whole career, and he's only 20. Yeah, he's 20 years old. It's Which is insane. Even that, like, putting aside, yeah, the abuse for one second, you've destroyed your whole career. Yep. Mm-hmm. For what? Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Let's, let's, like, I will come back to the abuse. I don't want anyone to think I'm dismissing that for a second because it is a major part of this conversation. But you're 20 years old. You are living some boy's dreams. Mm-hmm. Some grown men's dreams. Yep. Do you know what I mean? There are men that have been playing five aside for years because they can <laughs> never be on a normal pitch. Do you know what I yep. mean? For real. And you have destroyed. There's no coming back from that. There's not. There is, there's, there is there no coming back. Back in the day, maybe. Mm. 1999, 2000, yeah. maybe. 2022. You're not coming no. back from this. No one is forgetting no. this. No, no club is going to have you and no fan is going to support you. Ever so again. Ever, ever again. You're literally done. There was... Like, um... Sorry, go on. Um, what I think about that as well is what you just said, like, why would you put yourself in that position? Also, it's like, what actually has driven you to actually do that? Like, 
what you're so hard up that you can't get pussy that you're going to rape someone or are you doing it as something like to show the girl that you're bigger and stronger than her and then you can take advantage of her like what why have multiple of you come and done this to this girl like none of you have the the sense to think why what the fuck like what are we doing like what are you doing trying to like what none of you have sense yeah you you all want a bit of nookie like that like come on man i I always feel like hear me psychoanalyst yeah i Mm. always feel like there's a deep there's a deep root to these things Mm -hmm. and even then people are like no that person came from a good home background no there's always flaws and faults somewhere yeah somewhere do you know what i Mm -hmm. mean Mm -hmm. it has to be that's my that's my only only way of being able to comprehend any of this is there has mm-hmm. to be some form of logical explanation yeah. that we may never discover no. because we may never delve into that because he may just go to prison and that's it. Everyone just washes their hands with him and no one, no one deeps this. Maybe we'd keep a lot more people out of prison. We actually yeah. deep this and caught these things from young. But going back to, to the matter at hand, yeah, mm. is this... Is she 22? Sorry, I'm, I'm coming with no facts, you know. <laughs> I think he's 20, but I'm not 100, I'm not no, entirely is, is sure. is she 20 as well? Oh, I, I think so. They're close in age, I believe. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure how old she is. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to assume that she's 20, around that age. Mm-hmm. Model. And th- that's an interesting factor as well, is the fact that she's a model. Mm-hmm. Now, for me... I've had men come into my personal space, whether I be in a club, whether I be mm-hmm. whatever, feel yep. like they can touch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And that alone in itself makes me feel some type of way. And I now don't want to yeah. be in this setting. Sometimes yeah. I feel, sometimes I even question certain things that I might wear out. I might put mm-hmm. it on a thing, damn, I look hot. Then I think about the yeah. fact that I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. that's just an invitation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Her as a model now, I can't even think about how she may feel about herself, her body. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like she may feel tarnished. She 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 could have he could have potentially destroyed her career as well. I mean, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It's 100%. Not, it's like I don't I don't know. Like and do you know what's as as a thing, yeah? I was having this conversation the other day. The older generation used to see it as your husband can't rape you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. are there are things that I still feel like filter out into our generation mm-hmm. from our grandparents. Well, I'm not saying this is the reason that this happened. But yeah. Just, just a, a, a thing to think about. The older generation generally believes that your husband couldn't rape you. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. If yeah. you are his, his property, basically. yeah. If he wants that, that's what what he gets. And yeah. I remember growing up as well, thinking sex was for men. It wasn't a woman's mm. thing. You just you were just there. Yeah. In plain and simple, obviously, I never thought mm-hmm. it in that way or whatever. But plain and simple, you were just there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we still kind of think like that a little bit. I mean, yeah, I think it's definitely. Yeah, 100%. Like, I I feel like some men have that perception. And if they get with a girl who is 
who doesn't know much about like sex or you know doesn't have confidence or whatever then she probably is going to feel like that as well because the man is just going to be there for himself and the woman is never going to know like any different yeah so i definitely feel like a lot of people are probably in that predicament nowadays still it's it's quite it's quite scary it's actually so scary how you think a boy of 20 years old and when you're 20 you feel like you know everything mm-hmm. yeah and you actually don't like yeah to think that that was five years away from me now like the shit i thought i knew at 20 i didn't i didn't know nothing i still don't yeah. know nothing at 25 yeah yeah do you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And do you know what as well? I saw someone um, who was talking about the situation and they were basically saying, which I agree with, he probably feels like he's untouchable because he's in this privileged position of being a footballer where you earn hella money, you can basically like, you know, do what you want. He's, he's probably got everything that he's ever wanted. And now he is trying to have some sort of control over this girl by abusing her physically and sexually and probably mentally as well. And he probably felt untouchable so that he could just do it. And like, I feel like there's things that enable people that probably enable him to feel that way. And I, I think I, I can't remember if I said to you or not. Um, her dad did a statement in the Daily Mail uh, about the situation and the what his response was so like he did it he wasn't responding like how mine or your mum or dad would respond if that happened to us outrage disgust anger all those type of emotions his was just oh they you know he's been part of our family for two to three years you know they were very much in love he's a nice boy whatever sorry but you have seen evidence of this boy abusing your daughter and you that's what you have to say yeah like you know, that is enabling behavior i struggle to take anything the news say seriously mm. like anything like i feel like this is a very controversial thing for me i can't talk about the news i can't talk about any facts that come in the news because it irritates me because mm. any everything's allegedly everything's yeah. a source who's this source mm. that you allegedly said this um so i feel like we're not going to take his whole response for gospel in that sense but at the same time, I do completely get what you what you're saying is he could have come a little bit stronger. And furthermore, if I was a parent and my daughter has just come out about abuse, I'm not talking to no news outlet about yeah. anything. That's not on my agenda. Whether her abuse happened years ago or recently. I'm not talking to the media about it because that's between there. you and your daughter and making sure she's all right. Why are, you, why are you going to the media about it? You don't need to put out a statement about it. Your daughter's not even put out a statement. I feel like, I feel like for me, in my, in my personal opinion, if that happened to me and I was with some footballer or whatever, and my mum or dad went to the media to talk about it, I'd be a bit like, what are you doing like this only happened a few days ago like why are you already talking to the media it's not even one week fresh off the off the thing yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. Need for it. it's not even been a week like the guy was only uh arrested one day before like it's not even marinated sort of thing so... i think do you know what is do you know what it is yeah do you know what i've, I've learned um i do you know what's crazy i think i listened to a podcast with molly may on it Mm. Well, someone was talking about Molly May. Yeah, I, anyway. Um, and she was talking about 
the comments and things that that people say to her, what gets put in the papers and whatever. Mm. I struggle to forget, I struggle to remember, sorry, that what we see is what we know. Mm. We don't see the bigger picture. So you don't even know how much abuse she may be getting. Because let's Mm. not forget the shit that women get because of what they wear. Men are entitled to do this, that and the other because of what men, women wear, what they do. So her as Mm. a young girl, that's her model... She must be getting stick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because people are fucking assholes in this world. Do you know what yeah, I mean? To definitely. even say mm-hmm. things like, oh, well, she probably this, she probably that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, she didn't probably do anything. She didn't deserve any of that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Whether she no. was fast naked walking around the house or whether exactly. she was fully flipping clothed, she yeah. didn't deserve any of it. Exactly. But and when she says no, no is no at the end yeah, of the day. I feel like maybe the dad felt like he had to make a statement. I'm not making excuses, but like, just as a thing, I think I would kind of want to make a statement for my daughter, maybe to defend her in some way. Yeah, I think defend. Yeah, a hundred percent. But if I, my parents were going to do that, I'd want them to go hard. Don't give me no little, little sort of. Oh, he was part of the family. Like I don't know. If you're going to do a statement, defend me to the end. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 enable what he's done just because he's been with her for two, three years and he was a nice boy. Everyone's a nice boy behind closed doors. Yeah. yeah. He he's not gonna be punching up your daughter in front of you. So it doesn't matter if he's a nice boy to your face. You don't know what these people are like behind closed doors. Closed doors. No. It's it's, it's mad. It's just so crazy actually. My ex boyfriend was so polite to the point where I just thought this is unnecessary. Like, I don't know, it sounds crazy to anyone. Yeah, but, and, like, do all of these little things. Then I met his dad and thought, this is why you're like this. His dad is an absolute gentleman. Really? Yeah, absolute gentleman. And I couldn't fault him. And it's like, you accept what you know to accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get what I mean. I'm not blaming yeah. this boy's dad, but at the same time, if her dad thought that was acceptable, mm. her reaction was a bit unnecessary, or maybe he just took it a bit too far this time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because why did you have that attitude towards that? Why didn't you go hard? Why yeah. were you out here screaming for everyone's daughter, mother, yeah. sister, cousin, auntie, yep. whatever? Do you know what I mean? Why weren't you exactly. be like, listen, control your sons? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Because that would have been my thing. If my husband mm-hmm. came back and that's what he said, and I'd be like, sorry, that's what you said? Yeah, for real. That's all you, that's all you had to say? Yeah. Like... <laughs> I would have been so uproared. They would have cut the BBC in the middle of the day. And it like, they would have not been able to play that in the middle of the day because it would mm-hmm. not have been suitable for children. Mm-hmm. Like, you could you could have never. Yeah. My next exactly. my next thing is they were together. They were together for what two years, whatever. Mm. Um. Do you think she ignored red flags? Do you think these things happen early? Um. Yes. I, I probably do think she did ignore red flags. Um, and you know what? I actually saw a video on TikTok, which, which doesn't prove or deny anything. However, knowing what, seeing and hearing the voice note and then looking at the video, it was a bit like meh. 
so I think it was a bit of an old, well, I don't know if it was an old video, but it was a video of him and her in the car, and he was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to fuck when we get home. And she was, she didn't say, she wasn't like on it, like, yeah, we're going to, like, or nothing yeah. like that. She was just kind of like, oh, like, you know. And he was yeah. like, yeah, we're going to fuck when we get home. And I just feel like, right, like, See, hearing the the, vo- the the voice note and then seeing the video, this guy is obviously very wanting. He feels sex. entitled. Exactly. Not even, you know, it, and she wasn't even on it in the video. She didn't even sound like, like, yeah, she wanted to or anything like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's, there's a time and a place for everything, let's be real. Yeah. Um, so there probably was red flags in the beginning. I don't feel like you could be with someone for like a year two years and then have no red flags and then out of the blue they just start like hitting on you and raping you i don't feel like you can go so long without seeing a red flag of that yeah like there's gotta be something even if it's something little like controlling behavior or you know you know outbursts or whatever i feel like that is a red flag I, yeah. I do not believe for one second you could be with someone for two years and then all of a sudden, out of no, nowhere, they rape you and it's out of character. I don't believe that. Yeah. No, I don't no. Believe that. no. No, no, I no. don't believe that at all. And I think it's very easy, um, like, to ignore red flags when you've been with someone for a long time and when you've got that attachment to them. And if you do see a red flag, I feel like, I'm speaking just from experience here, I feel like it's easy to just ignore the red flag. You're attached to this person now. You've been together for however many months. You don't want to believe that all of a sudden it's not perfect anymore or the person is changing who they are. So it's easy to just be like, oh, do you know what is a one-off? Or, oh, do you know what? They'll change down the line or whatever. You can just easily glaze past it. And then next minute you know you're in a situation that you don't want to be in. It's so easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. I um I feel like when I was younger and I was dating or whatever, I felt like I knew something was wrong when I kept thinking about a conversation I wanted to have with him. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Maybe I should yeah. bring that up. How am I gonna bring that up? Yeah, yeah. It's past now, so I don't really want to. Am I overreacting? It's not that deep. Yeah. That's the conversation. That's the conversation I have with myself, and then I'd move on. And then it would happen again in a different context. Mm-hmm. and the guy would do something whatever and then I have that same conversation with myself yeah it's not that deep, not that deep. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then one day he may catch me off guard and I'll, I'll try to fight back yeah and then now it's my fault yeah now, now you're yeah doing... yeah do you know what it's I mean? always turned around it's always yeah, around. yeah 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 mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. now now you're gaslighting me and now I'm like oh my god yeah yeah now I just fit that crazy girl the crazy yeah. ass girlfriend stereotype mm-hmm. yeah same here same but here. really I get, I it was that. like are you gonna eat that i don't think we should mm-hmm. eat that that was the mm-hmm. conversation that we had do you know what i mean and i thought about that conversation for two three days yeah about the way he spoke to me the way he looked at me the way he kept asking me are you gonna eat that mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and it was like yeah but because it sounds so stupid you completely ignore it because you hold on to the good bits you mm-hmm. hold on to the fact that he brought home a gift yeah. and that he kisses your forehead before you go to bed mm-hmm. and this, that and the other. And I think when you get older, these things don't 
you look past all of these things like do you know what it, I mean? yeah and it's not impressive no more it's not it's not anyone could kiss your forehead mm-hmm. and anyone could tell you they've missed you but exactly. at 20 you don't know that yeah exactly do you know what i mean and um i don't know if anyone watched um what's it called made on netflix i think it's still on netflix because i only watched it about two months ago mm. if you haven't watched that please watch that because it's so good and i to this day i remember the woman saying so the girl ran away from the boyfriend i'm not going to spoil it for anyone but she ran away from the boyfriend and went into this like hostel for like women that have been mm. abused or whatever and the woman the care worker that worked there said first they hit near you and then they hit you yeah and it was like for me now i've never been physically abused like that yeah but for some reason i started thinking about all these times that my friends had told me this and told me that and i thought raw do you mm. know what i mean and it was like it came into light and it is true and that's where i feel like the red flags come from where it's like oh he dashed something yeah oh he's just angry yeah he's got an anger management yeah. problem and then the mum's sitting there going oh well yeah he's a bit angry because mm. the mum flutters around him and lets him get away with it and that's where i feel like comes from what your household and the generation and da, yeah da, 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 and the older generation Definitely. of keeping the man happy mm. feeding into us of we're crazy yeah do you know what i mean i, I feel I, like the I, two 100 agree i feel like that's where the two cross paths the older generation mm. have told us we need to keep the household happy no matter what yeah. states do you know what i've just thought of something and i 100 percent agree with what you just said right and i'll tell you why when i was with my ex-boyfriend the one that i had the house with um i now that I look back at it and I've spoken to various different people about the situation, whatever, whatever, I 110% believe that that I was in an emotionally manipulative, abusive relationship with this guy. And I think I've, I've, I, I saw the red flags in the relationship, but I ignored it because we was six, nine, a year, however long down the line. And I didn't want to believe that this person was actually turning into someone completely different that I didn't even know yeah yeah and I think I think we must have been maybe like two years into our relationship and I remember speaking to his mum actually and his mum saying to me that she feels like his dad controlled her and I was like oh my god in my head I was like oh my god your son is exactly the the same as what you're telling me about the dad and i never would have thought that about the dad because he did not seem like that at all but the mum was telling me i feel like he controls me he controls when we go out because she couldn't drive he was the only one that like drove i feel like he controls x y and z because i can't do these things he is the the breadwinner the provider the man of the house and she generally said i feel like he's he controls me and in my head i was like oh my god this man is the reason why the son is like this yeah seriously but this is this this is again Mm -hmm. what i was saying about the how the whole household thing it's crazy like because as time's gone on and i've dated so many people or whatever and my question to always steer into how their relationship is with with mom and dad is are you Mm. family orientated yeah i always want to know kind of how how their dynamic is in in that sense because the comparison to both my exes 
so different mm. but it showed in them do you know what I mean so even yeah. if even though I wasn't physically abused like my first boyfriend was very like what's the word um emotionally unavailable mm-hmm. it was like but then that fed into when I'm trying to show emotion it's like you're too emotional calm down yeah do you know what I mean this is not that deep mm-hmm. and it's again that, that conversation that you have with yourself mm-hmm. and I feel like you would have had that um correct me if I'm wrong when you spoke to the mum the penny dropped Mm-hmm. something happened and then you're trying to have that conversation with yourself because you're like I know where this is gonna go but you, yeah. you choose to ignore it yeah you know what I mean? because you're like it's not yeah. that deep because we're There's, not that yeah so many times where that has happened where it's been right in front of my face even my mum sitting me down and talking to me and saying you know what our family has been through in the past you wouldn't let don't let that happen to you and I I sat there and I listened to her and I thought I know exactly what you're saying you can so see the reason, moments in your head. Yes, yes. And I, she, she would say to me, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? And I would say, yes. And I did understand what she was saying. But for some reason, I didn't take myself out of the situation. And I didn't, I, I still, to this day, I can't tell you why I, I didn't do that. Like, but there were so many times where different things would happen and the penny would drop. But it was just like, I just wouldn't leave the situation. Comfortability, like, being scared to be alone like all these different things were probably a factor um him himself the reaction of trying to because i tried to break up with him multiple of times and this guy would threaten to off himself if i broke up with him so that was a factor where it was like i'm not like emotional yes exactly so i feel like there always is there's so many things that can show you why you need to remove yourself from the situation but until you are pushed to that situation or you're ready to remove yourself you're just going to stay where you feel normal sort of thing and it does yeah. become it normality normal, as yeah. well yeah 100% you, it just becomes it if you stand in a shit smelling room for long enough mm-hmm. you become accustomed to the smell of shit yeah and that is is literally is literally it like mm-hmm. and it's it's so funny because can i just say yeah this is so random but i had this conversation yesterday about the fact that women have sex with who they want to mm-hmm. and men have sex with who they can yeah, yeah so true this could be a controversial thing i would love to hear a man's opinion on this however mm-hmm. This is the conclusion I've come to with my 25 years on this little earth. And I feel like because of that, men find other ways to control you. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm pausing because I'm trying to think about how, how, how to word this. But I think because he knows, and I'm going back to this girl and the Mason and his, his name Mason? Yeah. Yeah. And the situation between them two. Because he knows she's pretty, she's mm-hmm. a model, she may come from a good family home, I don't know. She she brings a lot more to the table. Yeah. So he felt like he being physically stronger than her was his way of controlling her. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like yeah. he had to do that. He had to, through sex, and that's why I feel like some guys are very forceful. Um, 
I've had guys force force themselves on me. I had, let me tell you, I can tell you for free, yeah. I had a guy stand in my uni room after everyone had left. So we were all chilling, whatever. He stood mm. in my room with me and said, okay, let's go now. I said, what? He stood and looked at me like, well, everyone's left sort of thing. Like we might as well. Um, Why do you feel so entitled? I lie, like you're in my you're in my sanctuary you're in my space this is my bedroom mm. do you know what i mean like why do you feel so entitled in my space and again he was very forceful he didn't force himself on me like that like physically mm. but very forceful in my space looking down at me there was little space between us and i had yeah. to keep moving away from him i could have been pressured into laying down with him there yeah there. exactly yeah do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. And that could have been switched around. If I'd have went to someone and said, yo, this is what happened. And yeah, I feel like he raped me. They'd have been like, but didn't you get into the bed though? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. People tend to think just because you didn't say no or you gave in to the situation that it's not rape. If you didn't yeah. want to do it in the first place and the person pressed you into doing it, it's still rape. You, you didn't consent to having sex. You were literally forced into it. And you felt like you had no other no other answer to getting out of the situation like yeah just because just because you was you know you went through with it does not mean it was not right like it's not consensual sex yeah 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 i yeah, know and you know what there is a fine there is a very fine line with consent mm -hmm. i feel like there is a very very fine line with consent i've had girls that have started having sex and have told me that halfway through they've been like you know what? i don't want to do this anymore and then yeah. the option to leave was not there yeah do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or it's like, fuck, I'm here now. Or the girl has kind of like after decided, do you know what? That weren't right. Yeah, definitely. Where do you go from there? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like how how do you, because I feel like this girl may have had that moment. The first mm -hmm. time it happened, she may have had that moment because she has this mentality. We don't know her. I'm just saying, because there's this whole general, shall I say, mentality of like the boyfriend can't do you wrong doesn't rape you whatever and and yeah. rape i think when we think about it, it is like he's dragging her down he's pulling off her clothes and he's yeah. pinning her down like do you know what i yeah. mean whereas if he physically never touched her but he said yo you need to get down you need yeah. to do this whatever if there's no physical evidence of him forcing himself on you in a court they may question did he rape her though yeah especially because when it comes to rape and sexual assault, the courts don't seem to be in the woman's favour a lot. Like, the amount of, like, cases that just get dropped or the guy goes free or whatever, the courts really are not in, in the women's favour at all. If there's not enough evidence or whatever, the guy's going free. Yeah. Which is just, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, there's too much, like, oh, yeah, but you said yes in the beginning. Just because you said yes in the beginning doesn't mean it's not rape if you change your mind one second in. If you change your mind one second in and you say no and he doesn't get off, it's rape. Yeah. Like, yeah I've done that. Started and I'm like, do you know what? Get off me. Get off. Get me the fuck off me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I turned <laughs> over and I went to sleep. Like, do you know what I mean? Like... When I first saw it, I did have, I had no doubts in my mind. I had no like, oh, but is she lying? Like, was it really him? Did she start it? Da, da, da. I didn't have, that didn't enter my mind one time. But I, but I think it's because I feel so strongly about women being abused that when so, the, the, the injuries that she had were so like 
severe, the busted yeah. lips. I can I literally cannot get that image out of my head. Her lip was fat, the blood. You had to be boom 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 a few times by a hard fist for your face to be looking like that. That's not what because say for instance, if it was a thing where she went through the phone, he was cheating, and she, you know, pushed him, gave him a little slap, whatever. You, is he really gonna go back at her that hard where he's making her lip bleed and her face look like that? But even, I feel like if you get, even, but the thing is, right, if he's not a violent person and she was hitting him, da da da, and he gave her a little whatever, a little slap, yeah. <laughs> No, why is this podcast not recorded? Because I need to see what she just did. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! The ancestors in you. If he if he did give her one of them, yeah. If he if he had the mindset of not hitting a woman, yeah, he would never have banged her in her face like that yeah. even if she was hitting on him he because you know what yeah guys who do not believe in hitting women they're never gonna bang someone in a, a woman in their face seriously and i do not believe for one second that any guy is gonna lose their composure so much that they're gonna hit their girlfriend or any woman for that fact i don't believe that for one second my boyfriend he's got a little little tiny little bit of a temper but never once has he ever, you know, done anything to me, barely even shouted at me, nothing. Like, he can, we can be having an argument, yeah, and I can be arguing, and he can be arguing back at me, but there's never been one time where I felt like, oh, he's getting, like, really, really angry at me or anything. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, and I don't fearing. believe that he, exactly. And I feel like any guy who isn't, who has the morals of not hitting a woman is never going to hit, doesn't matter how angry you are. You're never going to do anything to your girlfriend or your woman to actually put them in danger. And that's why I didn't doubt for one second that she was lying. No, I hear that. And the dates is what I'm pretty sure she had dates on the pictures. Um, You know, like when you take a picture on like Snapchat or something, you can like put the date on there. I'm pretty sure there was a picture like that and it was like 2020 maybe. So if this has been an ongoing thing, like I feel like, it wouldn't have just been, oh, they was arguing and he's hit her or whatever. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm sorry, but if you're going to hit, you're, if you don't hit women and you hit your girlfriend once, you're not going to do it multiple times. You're just, you're just not. You're not going to do it in the first place. So I didn't doubt her for, for one second. But no. I'm always, I'm always on the women, the women's side until it's proven so that. So am I. Do you so know what I mean? I, but it's, it's so hard because there was a situation um, that I can't speak too tough about, but there was a situation where a girl did lie. A girl mm-hmm. that I went to school with lied about these guys raping her, whatever. There was receipts mm. of the sexual activity. And to me, I just thought, if that was my son, that would rip my heart. To know he yeah. went to prison, to know that he's got a criminal record mm-hmm. over that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and sometimes like that are so evil, so evil. Yeah, they are. They 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 are. They are, and it's like. But then you could say the same for guys. Do you know what I mean? Guys that hit women and abuse women are evil. Like I just don't understand how 
I don't know. They're both know. evil it, it, in their own ways, but I feel like for a woman to lie about being abused for a man, you're not only putting that man in a situation that he doesn't deserve to be in, but you're putting other women who actually go through abuse in a situation where they might not be believed because there's women out there that will actually lie about it. Like, that's why people question women, oh, yeah. but is she telling the truth? Like, like, you shouldn't even, that shouldn't be a question. But there's girls out there that's going to lie about stuff like that. And it's just, yeah. it, you're putting other women in danger by doing that. Seriously. That's not okay. That's not okay. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. You said about um, the fact that, you said about the fact that when you spoke to the mum, your ex-boyfriend's mum and this and other and the two and two put together. Mm. Yeah. When did you get to that point where you started thinking about your get out plan? When did you start getting to that point where you're like, obviously, the the despite the house situation and whatever, mm. because there's there is that moment where you're like, I, I can't, I don't, yeah, I, like, do you know what I mean? When mm-hmm. did you get to that point? Because I know there's so many girls that I've spoken to, so many of my close friends, yeah. And I don't even want to speak about it too tough because I know it will make me cry. But where currently I'm watching it happen, I've watched it happen and they're going through mm. the transition of like, they haven't quite come out of it yet. Yeah. How do you, how do you get, how do you get to that point? Um, if I'm honest with you, it, it took for me to be pushed all the way to the limit to get out of it. Like, obviously we was only living together for a very short period of time, two months. And the constant being together every day, yeah. And him being, it'd be something, every day is something different. That is what was like pushing me. And do you know what it was actually? my work had a Christmas pub crawl and I said I was going to go like I was going out with my girls before we went to dinner and then we were going to the pub crawl and he was asking me what time are you coming home and I would just say I don't know I'm driving so I'm not going to be drinking or anything um I'm, I'm just going out to be social right and he always had a problem with me socializing with my friends so I said I don't know maybe around 10 11 o'clock I don't know basically and he was obsessed with time he didn't do I don't know I don't know was not an answer you better tell me a time a proper time and you better be there at the time that you said yeah so I said I don't know 10 or 11 o'clock right yeah comes 10 11 o'clock now maybe even 10 30 and he's belling off my phone he's he's texting me where are you when are you coming home da 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 so yeah. I come out of the slug and lettuce and I'm on the phone to him and he's telling me, oh, where are you? You said you was going to be home at this time. You need to leave now. And I was like, no, like I'm not leaving now. I'll come home when I'm coming home. Like, yeah. it's not that deep. Um, and he was like, oh, well, I'm going to put the chain on the door when you come home so you can't get in. And I was like, right. Um, and then he was like, oh, actually, don't worry. I'm going to come. I'm going to come where you are. And I think that was when I was like, hold on. I, I hung up the phone and I called my mum ASAP. And I was crying on the phone to my mum. And I was like, mum, this is what's happened. And he said he's going to come to where I am. And she was like, right, leave now, come home to her and my dad. 
So I was like, okay, cool. And I was out there for ages, so much so that one of the guys from my work came out and was like, you were right. Yeah. And I was like, I was upset, I was crying, blah, 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 whatever. I came back, had told like who I was with what had happened and like, I'm going to, I'm going to leave now. I'm going to go home to my parents. Yeah. And I texted him and I said, I'm, I'm, st- I'm staying at my parents tonight. And he, he didn't want my parents to know anything about us arguing, how he was, anything that he said to me, nothing. He never wanted my parents in, involved or to know anything. So yeah. for me to say, I'm going to my parents, he's ringing off my phone, ringing off my phone, change the tune now. Oh, just please come home. Don't go to your parents. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, no, I, it took, it, I think it's like a 20 minute journey from where I was to get back to my parents' house. And he had called me like 70 times, 70 missed calls I had on my phone in close to 20 minutes. I'm not even joking. Um, yeah. And I think I got home, I opened the door. My dad opened the door to me. My mum was out in London with her friends and she left to come home. My dad opened the door to me and I just remember crying. And I think that was the moment when I realised like, I can't do this. Like I, this is not when you like can't hide it anymore. Yes, and I, I don't, I can't. I think, I don't think I've cried in front of my dad for a very long time, like since I was yeah. a child. So for me to cry in front of my dad, my dad, not even my mum, because crying in front of my mum is whatever. Like we had that sort of relationship, but me to cry in front of my dad, that's real. Like yeah. I could not hold it no more, and I think that's what what like pushed me to think. Do you know what this? I this I can't keep doing this. I can't come back to my parents' house every single time, you know, I don't want to be around you. That's not right. Do you know what I mean? But honestly, I feel like the people who are in, like, a situation with their partner, there's nothing to say, like, at this point, you need to come out of the relationship. You come out of the relationship when you feel like you need to come out of the relationship. Like, honestly, so many... It doesn't matter who said what to me. If I wasn't ready to come out, I wasn't coming out of the relationship. Yes, it wasn't I've until I was ready. You have to be ready in yourself to come out of the relationship. You could go through, go to hell and back with this person. If you're not ready to come out of the relationship, you're not going to come out. Like, yeah. it's all down to you at the end of the day. Like, people can say to you, why did you stay so long if he was beating you around the head with a, with a saucepan? If you wasn't ready after the saucepan, then you wasn't ready. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it sounds bad. No, 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 no. You I, I get it. I get it. Do you know what is so crazy is when I went to therapy, um, she said something about people sitting in their um their misery. She was like, some people mm-hmm. are comfortable being unhappy. And I just mm. I just didn't get understand it because I spent my whole life searching for this happiness because I was so unhappy mm-hmm. as a kid and, and I'm like, if I'm unhappy as something, I just I'm start moving. I don't know where I'm going, yeah. but I start moving. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm unhappy. So for me to sit and get older and watch so many girls that I know and love so dearly sit in situations where guys are like mistreating them mm. so much, like I cannot even begin to tell you how many times and girls I've had girls be in. Um, in relationships with other girls, and they've got they've got beat down. Like mm. it's just it doesn't even matter at this point. But the amount of times I've had phone calls of people saying they're coming to my house, or I need you to come and get me, or I just yeah. don't even know what to do. And I've had the conversation with them, and I'm like, listen, when you're done, let me know. Yeah. And they just think I'm being the biggest bitch, but I know mm. for a fact that you're gonna go back. 
Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You're going to, and they yeah. do. Nine times yeah. out of ten, they do. And we do this again and again and again. And and it is nice, uh, not even nice, let's not say that, but it's refreshing to hear you say, as somebody who's been in a situation like that, that you will not leave until you're ready to leave. Because mm-hmm. as someone I've never been in a situation like that, when I'm saying this, is like people, people are like, you don't get it. Do you know what I mean? But I yeah. can see that you feel like you've got a hold on this. But today you just feel like it's a bit rocky. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? You're like in your head, yeah. you've got a bit of a hold on this, but today it's a bit it's a bit too much. And I think that's why this girl maybe did stay mm-hmm. for two years. Yeah. Because it was like, um, this model, uh, in a relationship with this footballer, we've got this nice life together, we've got this whole facade going on. Yeah. I can hold it in for now. Yeah, and I can control it, and I can deal with this, and I can like deal with whatever we can hide. Yeah, that's, as long a, as we can that's hide a big it. thing. Yeah, the facade is a big thing in all abusive relationships, and yeah. for me personally, it was always a, a facade. I would always act like I was so happy on the outside to anyone. You know, I was so happy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we have normal arguments like any other couple. Okay, cool. But no one would ever know what was going on really behind closed doors. Yeah. And I think I think it's one one of the factors for, the, for keeping it in and not saying anything for so long is, like, you feel embarrassed sort of thing because you have made up that you're so happy with this person. So when you finally come out and say, actually, this is what's been happening, you know your friends and family are going to be like, what? Why didn't you say anything? Why, why did you say? Da, 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 da. You guys seem so happy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think that's such a, such a big thing that might hold people back from coming out and coming out of the relationship. And da, da, da. You don't want that embarrassment or the questions or you know oh you should have or i would have done this you don't want to hear none of that do you know yeah, what i mean yeah 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 i know i know and i think as someone that's on the outside of it as well like i'm always like what do you want to hear mm. do you want to do you want do you want me to just listen do you yeah. want comfort do you want the advice or do you want to know what to actually do yeah because there are there are many different things that I could do right now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. it's actually it's so scary to even as we're talking, so many different scenarios are popping up in my mm-hmm. head of like my friends and people I've worked with and whatever. Mm-hmm. And like little things like I, I meet up with a friend and I see a new bruise and I just think we can't do you know what I mean? We can't mm-hmm. keep doing this. Yeah. We like we can't and I just think, do you know what? I'm not going to be the therapist today. We're just going to enjoy mm-hmm. our time together. Yeah. Because sometimes that's I am what their they escape. Mean. Yeah. For that day. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I know. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. When you're ready. Yeah, when you're ready, where like my house, my house is mm-hmm. always as a safe house. I'm always like, listen, turn up at my door at any time whatever like yeah. don't ring me because the phone goes off at 10 o'clock i don't chat to nobody <laughs> but beat down my door and i will i will let you in no nah, but real talk yeah. like do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. as women i feel like we put up with a lot of shit yeah 100 100 i don't think that's gonna change no i don't think that's no. gonna change and i know it sounds so so negative 
But I feel like, as the comparison I made earlier about the fact that the older generation are like, oh, keep the household running and blah de blah blah but as long as he's providing and he's breadwinner, then it's okay, has fed into us and we just look at it in a different aspect. We've just yeah. given it a different colour. Do you know what I mean? But it's, yeah. it's all the same cheat sheet to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's just the same shit because it's like, why are... But I think the benefit of today's society is the fact that women are speaking out of it women do know mm-hmm. that it's it's wrong and people are being vocal about it um yeah as traumatic as it is we are seeing it more on the tv and it's not just your normal domestic household situation of yeah, yeah the man busting you with the pan like it is there's so many different like psychological abuse like you I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that series. Yeah, but <laughs> damn, he's mad. The man is mad. He's got the, he's got issues. The man is mad. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when we, yeah. we look at that, and we look at uh, single mums, and I think people obviously mm-hmm. always look at single mums in a certain type of way, and this whole stigma mm-hmm. around being a single mum. But it's like you you don't even know where she's come from, what she's had to deal yeah. with, and whatever. Yeah, like. Or like girls that stay in stay in abusive relationships because they feel like I remember I had a girl in school and her mum was being badly abused. And I remember having a conversation with my mum and my mum was like, She's been abused, Jade. Like her mum is actually being abused and she doesn't even mm. know. Um well maybe she does know. We don't know. But the mm. I remember having the conversation and the girl was like, We can't leave because like he's got our passports and he's got this and he's got that and my mum yeah. had nothing. She'll have three mm-hmm. kids and, and nowhere to go and nothing to do. Yeah, how, how that's do you a do big that? thing. That is that's, a big that's, thing. That's mental control. That's that. I think pe- when people think of abuse, they automatically think of being hit or being raped. I think mental abuse is such a big thing because it really fucks with your head. It fucks with you. Do you know what I mean? Like just the whole yeah. oh he has my passports or whatever. That's just that's just made me think of something as well. When I was with my ex-boyfriend, we was on holiday, he would lock our, all of our money and our passports in the safe, but he wouldn't give me the code to the safe. So if I ever wanted, I remember we had an argument once in the hotel and I wanted to go get uh, some food or something. So I was like, give me the, the code to the safe so I can get my money. And he wouldn't give me the code, right? And that is a, it's manipulative, just abuse in itself. Because why, why are you controlling my money and my passport, please? Yeah, he's, confi- shit, man. Like... he's confining you to that space because really you're exactly, in an exactly. Do you know what I mean? What are you gonna do? Start buying up exactly. houses and, and doing your job over there within the same twenty four hours? <laughs> like, what are you expect? I did it. Like the shit that I would come out. You cannot with me because what do you expect me to do? Say we're in Dubai. We expect you to start building up yards and and buying a new house. <laughs> You're gonna be building that that World Cup stadium in in Dubai. That's what you're gonna be doing. <laughs> like, what, what do you expect me to do? Give me my money and let me go and get my food. Exactly, exactly. And and emotional abuse is something different. It really does change you mentally. Like, and it's it it's really crazy. It, it does. It changes you as a person, one hundred percent. I would. I have changed so much as a person. Insane in the in the worst way possible from being in that situation. And it's 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 real. It's really real to people out there. Seriously, 
and I don't think people think about all the different types of abuse that goes on like it's not just mental physical rape sexual abuse like like there's it, it stems so far like Growing up, I loved YouTube for this reason. I loved YouTube for educating me on so many different things. And mm -hmm. I've always been a person to want to have a conversation about, about things that you probably shouldn't have a conversation about, things mm -hmm. that our parents don't want to hear. Yeah. And this, that, and the other. And this is why I wanted to create a space like this. Do you know what one thing I feel like is a common factor for everything that we've spoken about is the older generation and our parents and literally the way like our environment and the way we were brought up is everything it filters into absolutely everything like our family our friends the music we listen to like I think we underestimate it majorly I think we majorly majorly underestimate what we see as normal through our everyday life even down to the stuff we watch on on netflix um it wouldn't be the end of an episode if i didn't ask you name me three people name me three people actually that influence your life majorly it's, actually it's... sorry because you're gonna tell me it's a hard question um mm. i'm gonna change the question okay name me three life lessons that you've learned Three life lessons that Three I've life, learned. major life lessons that you've learned. That's going to be my, I, my ongoing questions. Okay. I think the most important life lesson, first one that I've learned is everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Even if it's something bad that's happened, it happened, it's happened for a reason and you're going to come out okay after it. Like, seriously, I have never known something so true like when one yeah. door closes another opens do you know what i mean like yeah. that is a big one that i live by now um second one i would say i would say just trust your own actions like for me i feel like even if i make the wrong decision and 10 people are telling me to make a different decision i'm always going to go with what i feel because even though it may be wrong and you know, it, it may not turn out how I want it to turn out. It, I've, I, I've stuck with what I believe in. Like, I can't listen to like, what other people say all the time. Like, I'm going to go with what I feel. So all, I always trust, like, my own instinct. You know what I mean? Like, and my third one, I think my third one would be to, like, how do I word this? Like, I find it really helpful to have, like, a good few good friends around me in my circle. Because no matter what happens, relationship-wise or family-wise or even with other friends, whatever, I always have my good, good friends to fall back on. Yeah. And I never want to be in a situation where I don't have friends around me because there's some things that I can speak to my friends about that I can't speak to my family about. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, those yeah, are yeah. the most important times for me. So yeah, trust your gut, your instinct. Um, one door closes, another opens, and to have a good, good friend connection. Good yeah, I that's love that. Most important. I love that. I always say my girls are my sisters. Mm -hmm. I don't know how people don't have friends. Like, no. No, I generally don't like. I love 
my friends so much. I'm so invested mm-hmm. in my friendships. Yeah. Um, I feel like all my friends bring something good to me, bring yeah. something good out of me. And mm-hmm. I feel like I go on different journeys with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, my friends are way more than just people I go to dinner with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel Big like... support. Yeah, I always get... My love language is pers- um, quality time. Mm-hmm, so I same. always feel like I get upset or whatever if I haven't seen my friends in a while. And I'm like, what did I do? Do you know what I yeah. mean? I've got, I haven't got an old, obviously I realise everyone's got shit, shit to do. <laughs> whatever, like, it's not that deep. But yeah, like, I'm, my friends are... I vibes off my friends' energy so much. Mm. Sometimes yeah. you just need, like I said earlier about, you just need to be in that person's presence. Even if you're having yeah. a shit month, you just, like, I could, I could go to a friend I haven't seen in, like, a year, and their energy just lifted me. And I haven't mm. even spoke about what my problem was. They yeah. may not even know, but their energy just lifts, yeah. I feel like mm. it's so important. That is a big thing. 2022, yeah. gals, all them girls that are on TikTok that are like, I just go to the gym and mind my business. Go find some friends. Oh, no. Literally <laughs> find some friends. You're never too old to find friends. Like, come on. Come on. It's, t- it's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. That aesthetic is not cool. It doesn't look cool. It's very sad. Listen, a red flag for me is when girls say they don't have girlfriends. Yeah, they only have boyfriends. Okay, so oh, what? My only friend is my boyfriend. Yeah, get out, get out, get out, get in the bin. That's not okay. I'm like, okay, but get in the bin. when your pH level is moving a bit mad. Yeah, who are you talking to? Who's going to tell you that your boyfriend's cheating on you? Yeah. Because that's why not. your pH level's changing. Yeah. Oh, 100%. oh. Anybody that's listened to that and just thought, oh my God, yeah, yeah it's true. He's cheating on you. Yeah, the pH check level it out. Your pH out. level is whack because yeah. he's cheating on you. You got a UTI? Mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. It don't happen all the time. It don't happen. It's not all the time, but I would I would question it. That yeah. constant, that constant mm-mm down there? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Who's yeah. going to tell you? Who's going to tell you? Not his brethren that you think is his friend. Exactly. Is his friend? Who's gonna tell you his friends are not your friends? friends. Oh my god! You don't want to see inside the group chat. Like seriously, a boys group chat, worst place. Don't even look. (laughs) Okay, guys. Thank you for episode one, season two. I really hope you enjoyed it. It was a really long one. I am going to try to cut it down. But we have been talking for about two and a half hours. Um, <laughs> but we could chat all night. I, I feel yeah. like it was a juicy one. It was a serious one to start with. But yeah. it was a relevant current event. And I felt like it needed to be had as a conversation. So I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure that you follow us on this journey. I'm going to try to stay consistent. I've got some recordings lined up. I've been in people's DMs. I'm going to try to get some juicy conversations out there for you. Um, I've really enjoyed doing this. So make sure you follow. Make sure you like. Make sure you hit me up on Instagram at jdaisha. I am going to start posting consistently when I get my shit together. Okay. Don't don't gum me. Don't gum me. I'm I'm living in the real life, guys. I'm a 90s Mm -hmm. baby, okay? I live in the real life. Where can they find you? 
Uh, on Instagram, Cairo Rochelle, but I said this last time, this, the first E is an X in Rochelle. So uh, it's not an easy Instagram to remember, child, but... I'll, I'll link it below in the description. <laughs> hit me up. Uh, hit me up with what you think, guys. And I will see you guys next week. Over and out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>